This is the Marketing Hero Podcast by ClearPivot, turning marketers into heroes. Welcome to the Marketing Hero Podcast. I'm your host, Monica Evans, and I am on the call today with Artu Haho from Trust Mary. He is the CEO of the um, American company. Hi, Artu. How are you doing today? Hi, Monica. I'm, I'm doing great. Um, thank you very much for inviting me to this podcast. And yeah, we're excited to see what, what are we going to talk today. Yeah, definitely. Um, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself and um, Trust Mary? Absolutely. Um, I started with Trust Mary. So, so we are a business to business software company for marketers. Um, so our customers, they improve their website conversions uh, typically by 20 to 50% um, uh, with the social proof they have collected in our platform or in other channels. And, um, so we are a software company and um, yeah, my background, um, I, we have been doing this thing for uh, four and a half years pretty much. And uh, before before this, I was working for the global IT corporation as a sourcing manager. So, uh, and then before that, studying industrial engineering and management uh, in Aalto University in Helsinki, and then also uh, in Canada for for one semester. But yeah, that's my background. A dad of two boys, uh, lovely wife. I have a lot of wife and um, like um, enjoy, we, we all of us, we enjoy a lot of outdoors and different kind of sports going outside and yeah, enjoying our time in Minnesota at the moment. Yeah, perfect. Uh, and you mentioned that your the headquarters are in Finland and you are in the US. Um, do you have, are you in any other countries? Yeah, we have offices, uh, as you said, uh, we started from Finland and we have a few offices in Finland and then also in Sweden and then uh, here in US. But basically we are serving uh, the whole European market and then uh, uh, the US and Canada. So those are the markets where we are at the moment. Oh, perfect. And uh, what makes Trust Mary so powerful and um, at what point did you know you had achieved momentum with new sales? Uh, <clears throat> that's actually, that's a good question. So, and then, yeah, maybe maybe I need to open a little bit our story, story before going that since we, actually four years ago, we were not a software company. So we have been transforming and changing quite a lot during these four years. Uh, but uh, we initially started with uh, with the idea that okay, we noticed that what customers are saying about your product or service that's pretty much the uh, the best selling point you can have and the most effective way of doing your marketing. So then we came up with the idea that okay, let's create a business that you can you can very easily effortlessly and at a reasonable price you can you can get that authentic customer stories and um, what they are thinking about your product or service 
So to get all of that easily and then use that as a part of your sales and marketing. And that has been the idea from the beginning and that's still the idea, but then what we are doing around that has changed a lot. And, uh, and then we started with the video testimonials four and a half years ago and photos and text articles. And then we have been transforming to the software company during the recent years. But um, so what makes us powerful at the moment is basically that, that uh, you can, after you have started using our software, you can actually find out pretty easily and only with um, like, let's say 30 minutes time investment, you can find out that uh, what is the exactly the result of the, of the social proof you are getting from your website. So kind of the facts that, okay, the social proof I'm using in our website is resulting exactly this, this amount of money to our business. So that's kind of maybe the, the powerful thing at the moment. Um, yeah. So are, you, so is that, so are you able to track your ROI based off of your social proof? Exactly. Oh, wow. That's awesome. <laughs> and how did you get your first customers? Uh, and is is it the way that you are growing now different than what you were grow how you grew in the beginning? Yeah, it's uh, it's actually pretty different. Um, there are several reasons, but in the beginning, when we started four and a half years ago, we were very very active with uh, with sales. Okay, we still are. Uh, that's kind of uh, part of our culture in our company but uh but we started from finland and uh, and it's like for example okay I, I give you kind of the practical example that you can still find almost uh like the phone number almost any person from the public uh resources so it's pretty easy to to find those uh, phone numbers and then just make a call and people actually are still answering those calls. So yeah, we, we did a lot of uh, uh, prospecting, cold calling, uh, then having meetings and then actually closing deals from the first meetings. And uh, we, we really got a very quick start to our business and uh, we were able to, to sell uh, um, during the first six months, I think we broke the, the milestone of 500k in sales. Um, but but yeah, that's we still have the active sales attitude. But at the same time, when we have been transforming the software company, it's kind of a different world. So now we are putting a lot of effort on digital channels and our online and digital presence. And we are kind of trying to make the sales like uh, we try to do it scientific way. So, uh, and there is a lot of different actions we are doing to generate leads and uh, free trials and then converting those to paying customers. Oh, perfect. And was it a challenge breaking into the US? That was. Uh, and actually it still is uh, but that's a uh, quite a challenge mm -hmm. like 
coming from different country, different culture, um, I've actually, to be honest, I've never felt to be um, so like starting from zero as I felt when we jumped here. So 2019, I moved my family here and uh, and uh, basically no network, no local customers, uh, totally different way of doing basic things like starting from uh, opening the bank account and paying bills and um, all the stuff, how the things work here. So, so it's it's a big challenge, um, but at the same time, very interesting journey and um, and uh, and the potential in this this market is huge. So so that like the challenge was pretty much what we expected, uh, but yeah, very big challenge. But now it's uh, uh, it's looking good. Yeah, so you mentioned at the start you were doing a lot of um, heavy sales, cold calling, um, just trying to break into uh, companies that way. Um, and then you've kind of changed more to the digital side of things. Have you have you kind of broken up your marketing teams in a kind of country focused, so Finland versus Canada versus US? Or how is your marketing structure set up within your company? Yeah, the, there are a lot of there there are a lot of a lot of same things you need to do uh, similarly in different countries, but there are also differences. So the one um, uh, and and all, all all the things what I'm now telling are kind of leading the structure, what kind of structure we have in in different countries. But the, but the, the one big difference is. Uh, uh, that, for example, the market here in the U.S. is way more competitive compared to compared to, uh, for example, the Nordic countries in Europe. And uh, so we can we can notice it from from the numbers that okay, if we get a certain uh, certain uh, uh, open rate from our email campaigns uh, in uh, Sweden, then uh, it's a way it's a very big difference what is the open rate here in the US so it's uh it's less and significantly less actually here in the US so so basically coming here the US has has uh, allowed has kind of forced us to 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 improve our way of working to, to really do the things as as good as as we can and then that actually a little bit helps our working in the um, in the European market as well. And but yeah, at the moment our structure is that we have um, <clears throat> we have certain things what we are doing on the global level. So we have a, a head of marketing who is um, responsible for for those things and um, like. SEO and uh, and our website and landing pages and uh, or actually the, the website in general but then we have um, for example here in the US uh, we are actually recruiting more marketing people at the moment so so we are and they are focusing only to marketing here in this market so then uh, we are we are doing local campaigns and uh, landing pages maybe and, and uh, 
and then kind of uh, designing and implementing like having the local design for the campaigns we are having here and and then impl- implementing those and and then it, it goes the same way that they are they are having own own campaigns in Finland own campaigns in Sweden and, and yeah so then that's kind of the structure we have the local marketing people and then uh, the head of marketing who is kind of uh, looking after the f- different countries and then doing some things in the global level in terms of kind of digital marketing campaigns that you've done, um, I've heard I've kind of heard you say that you do you know email campaigns and you kind of track what those open rates are, click rates are, and stuff like that. Um, I or I heard that you also kind of do the user uh, users to kind of from a free trial to a paid account. Are those the type of campaigns you are typically running? Do you do any PPC ads or anything like that to try to um, get audiences and prospects to your website we do a lot of a lot of stuff so we basically the email and uh, LinkedIn are the one we're we're using using a lot then uh, Google Facebook uh, LinkedIn ads those are what we're doing as well uh, it's kind of changes like some sometimes we are putting more effort to to certain things and then uh, maybe a little bit more effort to some other things but but basically on general level we are doing all of those uh, at the same time and um, and then um, um, yeah let's say there there is a lot of like at least we believe that you need to be you need to be like doing a lot of little things and then all those together will will give you a, a big or a good result. Yeah, definitely. And um, who is your kind of ideal customer? Uh, do you do a lot of persona research within the organization? Uh, do you, is it broken out into different industries or the different job titles? Who would you say um, is your kind of ideal customer profile? At the moment, it's um, the one common factor is that uh, like all the businesses who who put a lot of uh, effort on their website, so they really try to generate uh, either leads or or sales or demo meetings, for example. They try to generate something like that from their website. So that's kind of the, that's common. Uh, criterion with our customers and uh, mostly it's small and medium-sized businesses at the moment who we are targeting and then uh, uh, it's it's usually the head of uh, growth team or a growth hacker or um, uh, maybe like head of media buying team or someone who is uh, or the head of marketing, or yeah, someone who is really interested to improve the website conversions, and uh, so yeah, marketers in generally, but then uh, those people in marketing organization who who really put effort on or who are interested to improve the the conversions. 
And um, we talked a little bit earlier about uh, being able to put, you know, figure out your ROI based off of your customer um, social proof. And can you explain that a little bit? How, how is that set up within the software and how are people able to track that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, usually, like, you can do a lot of, you can do a lot of different things on our software, but all of those aim for the improved website conversion. And, um, and the typical, like, um, the typical way for our customers, so how they, how they use the software. So uh, the first thing is that, okay, do they have social proof? And, uh, and with the social proof, we, we mean a lot of different things that, okay, it can be the customer feedback and the product score or customer reviews, video reviews, uh, or it can be the website traffic or actions customers are doing on your website or all of that. So do they already have something like that in place? Um, and if they don't, they usually uh, start collecting that data with our platform. And, uh, and some customers, or actually quite many customers, they already have, let's say, reviews in Google, for example. So then they can import those Google reviews to our platform so they can use that as a well, kind of the, that data uh, as well. Um, then, <clears throat> typically, um, when we have the social proof, uh, they can start showing it on their website. For example, you can you can uh, create a little notifications where where you can uh, show, let's say, you have a video review from your customer, so you can show that video review in that little notification, and then. Uh, you can tie some call to actions if customer is uh, uh, watching that little little video there. So then you can tie some call to actions there. And uh, actually, the way how we or you can uh, you can do in page uh, embeds as well. But uh, how we are actually showing the result is that you can easily in uh, actually in a couple of seconds you can set up. A-B testing to your website. So then you will start immediately getting data that, okay, let's see if you said 50-50 A-B testing that, okay, approximately 50% of the customers who are visiting the website are not seeing those notifications and the rest of the visitors are seeing those. So then you can start immediately getting data that how well those who are seeing are converting compared to those who are not seeing the notifications. So yeah, so you kind of decide what is the goal uh, of your website, and then uh, in a couple of seconds you can you can just create uh, the A/B testing there. So would you say uh, the biggest pain point people have uh, when they come to you is that they just need additional lead generation from their website? Yes, yes, they are. Yeah, that's the problem. Usually, the biggest problem that they are leaving. They have a they have a traffic on their website, but they are uh, leaving a lot of potential customers on the table, so they are they are not converting them gotcha. to customers. And for Trust Mary, what uh, 
and as CEO of kind of the U.S. company, what would you say is the biggest um, and most important metric that you track um, kind of on a, a monthly, quarterly, yearly basis? Yeah, this was... Uh... This is this is actually a little bit challenging challenging uh, questions. Very good one. Uh, uh, like, what is the number one uh, metric? Uh, maybe it's uh, ARR, MRR. Like, of, of course, that's that's where we are aiming that we can grow our recurring revenue base every day. Uh, but then that's only kind of the result. So it's not. Uh, saying like how well you are doing your work and uh, and uh, so <clears throat> there is um actually i would say the most important thing at the moment is our uh, objectives and key results that's uh the method we are using to implement our strategy to everyday work so then we are having like weekly updates and checking that how well we are doing with uh, those key results. Are we, uh, are we like uh, progressing well or are we lacking with, with some of those? So that's kind of the, the dashboard, which is uh, giving, giving like uh, feedback that or are we doing the right things at the moment? And then when we are, uh, achieving those key results, then we will, those will lead to to more business, basically. So, uh, yeah, but that's a, that's a, that's a difficult question. What is the number one? Yeah, one I bet. And how do you currently track all of your metrics? Do you use a third party? Do you have it um, kind of just in-house? Do you have somebody dedicated to tracking those metrics? At the moment, uh, we are we are like uh, like in house. So we are actually very very old school uh, using Google spreadsheet for for the objectives and key results, and then we are getting data from our platform. Like uh, so, so some data like ARR and MRR and all like uh, retention and all of that stuff from the from our own platform but but yeah that's the that's how we are doing it at the moment maybe considering uh, uh, other options somewhere in the next year perfect well um thank you for joining our podcast today uh we typically end our podcast uh with just a you know a fun question uh, since our podcast is uh, turning marketers into heroes, and we like to ask our audience, or sorry, our guests, what uh, superhero they would be if they could be one. Superhero. Actually, I have seen a lot of them. I have uh, five, and or actually, in two days, our younger is turning five, and um, the older one is turning seven in a month. So I see those superheroes every day. Uh, <laughs> I play a lot of different superheroes. I think the Hulk has been one of the favorites recently. Um, but um, yeah, so what, what would I be? Uh, actually, I would like to say that I would like to be 
my boys they are kind of my superheroes or how how well they are actually like they are living their life every day they they have no any any worries or <laughs> anything like so it kind of feels like a superhero to me yeah definitely i can kind see of that me how, how should i live my life as well uh, I, i'm gonna beat that one yeah enjoying the little things in life you know the kids just get excited yeah. about everything exactly. <laughs> so it's exactly. it's refreshing to see that thank you very much monica it was a pleasure to talk with you and thank you very much for this uh this nice podcast and yeah i keep listening myself as well if you're looking to find out more about trust mary you can find them at www.trustmary.com you've been listening to the marketing hero podcast by clear pivot be sure to join us next time For more information, visit www.clearpivot.com.